0: (laughs) ¶¶ to Freaky Trigger and the Lollards of Pop, here on Resonance FM 104.5 and on ResonanceFM.com. Good afternoon. Um, We join you here with our newly, um, if you will, donked up theme tune there. Um, One of the things that's been flying across the internet this week is the the amazing DonkDJ.com where you can upload any MP3 and it comes back with a donk on it. I'm joined... I'm joined this afternoon, good afternoon, I'm Stephen Hewitt by the way, um, and we're here on Residence FM, and with me I have Marna Gilligan. Hello. Beck, sorry, i
1: <laughs> Tennyson.
0: Tennyson. And Stevie Troussey. Hello. And this afternoon, what we're talking about, it's all about puddings, because we're grown-ups now, so we can have pudding whenever we want. And basically for the next hour, it's going to be all pudding, all the time. Lovely. So, um, Beck, let's start with you. Let's. You, so, we were talking about this the other day, and um, you were talking about pudding that is American pudding.
2: American pudding, yes. Amer- American pudding is a bit well. It's completely different from the, the concept of pudding as just a sort of dessert or it's, food product. It's a very specific thing. It's isn't a it? very specific thing, and I try to think of or try to. <clears throat> find what the, the closest sort of uk equivalent would be and i couldn't mm-hmm. find anything really the closest thing that i could find really was custard
0: okay now you tell, tell me about oh, obviously with this uh, new third series of um of freaky trigger we are um in fact banned from researching anything on wikipedia that is the, <laughs> the rule this season well, it, it no, is but however you did Take the opportunity to look up American Pudding on... I
2: looked up American Pudding on uh, various different places. What I thought was, well, what is in pudding? I wasn't quite sure, really. Uh, The internet gave me all kinds of homemade recipes, and I thought, well, no one makes homemade pudding. They buy it out of a box, just like Mom used to make. It. <laughs> so, so is it, is it, a like, friend of is, it mine,
0: is it like a packet mix, or is it does it come uh, as, a, as a? You as can a...
2: get it in a sort of uh, powder form. Okay. And then you mix it up with milk. Mm-hmm. But the best kind of pudding is uh, something that is often called snack pack, and this is basically a sort of plastic container doesn't mm-hmm. need refrigeration, and there you go. You just open the packet put it in your lunchbox, what have you. Um, And I asked a friend of mine to send over the ingredients for Mm -hmm. pudding. And as you would expect from any sort of American snack, little to nothing really comes from nature. Um, The the, the list of ingredients that she sent over to me were for sugar-free pudding, and it's probably... The same as any mm-hmm. other kind of pudding, apart from the fact that instead of high fructose corn syrup, it had aspartame. Mm-hmm. Some of the interesting ingredients, ingredients uh, include um, fumaric acid for thickening, uh, polysorbate 60 prevents scorching. Mm. I don't know what that's meant to be. Um, but basically, what I what I did was this, I thought, well, I'll try to get some of the closest sort of things to pudding, mm-hmm. taste them all, let you know what I thought.
0: Excellent. So we're talking actual proper food science here.
2: Food science.
0: Marvelous. This is what we like at Freaky Trigger and the Lollards of Pop. It's all about food science. So take us through your experiment.
2: Well, first I tried uh, Dr. Aitaker's Creamy Mousse, mm-hmm. chocolate and hazelnut. Um, I found that the, well, it, just, didn't, it just, just wasn't pudding in the sense that it was too bubbly and aerated. The, so the, the consistency wasn't the same. I mean, it had the sort of taste but it just wasn't doing it. Too, then I, then I tried... Too uh, moosey. Yes. Too moosey, too moosey. Too moosey. Aye then aye I tried aye. ambrosia <laughs> chocolate, um, and I found, consistency-wise, this was the closest. However, pudding is never, ever served warm. It's, right. it's, it's always a cold thing. Um, I did have this cold. It, it was close, but it wasn't the one. Okay. Finally, I tried Angel Delight. I'd never had this now, before. Now, yes,
0: for listeners here, um, Rebecca, as you may have w- worked out, is not originally from this country. And therefore, as a small child, did not eat Angel Delight by the bucket load like I most of us did. did
2: not. And I made it, wrongly, apparently. Um, I made it with milk, and I followed the instructions. Mm-hmm. And then I was informed by my flatmate who said, well, no, you actually need to put it in the fridge, even though it says it doesn't need to go in the fridge. Um, and I really liked it. I found it very <laughs> pleasant. I I would eat it again. I got the butterscotch flavor. I'm keen to try the other flavors now.
0: <laughs> I think I think it's it's probably the case that the strawberry one would be would be the the canonical one. Would we well, Would we agree? Not butterscotch. Or what, butterscotch really? I butterscotch I, really? I, yeah. I mean, it's certainly a...
3: it's the kind of contemporary equivalent of the proustian madeleine, isn't it? The butterscotch angel <laughs> delight transports <laughs> you back to the mid seventies. Well, uh, what I loved about straight up your fish the... fingers or Finder's pancakes. Yes. Yes. Angel delight.
2: What I liked about it is that consistency-wise, it was somewhere between the mousse and the custard,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so and a mustard.
0: Uh, uh, it was just <laughs> Sorry. in a word, yes.
2: It was just kind of funny tasting. <laughs> How so, Beck? Or just kind of funny tasting?
0: <laughs> Stop, make Beck saying things in her funny accent. <laughs>
2: she sounds like she's in Fargo. We know, yes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
0: So, so we, we're talking about your, your American pudding here. So, we're saying that we get the the, the, the butterscotch angels, like, or maybe the strawberry. In my case, I'd say, possibly chocolate. What what kind of flavors does your proper capital P pudding come in?
2: Well, in my opinion, which is fact, as uh, far of as course, you know, yes. um, you've got chocolate, vanilla, and butterscotch. Those mm-hmm. are really the canon flavors. But there are sick, sick people out there who insist that tapioca belongs in the canon yeah. no tapioca ever ever no, definitely it's not. just plain wrong mm. well, when I was a tiny, my sister was in her little high chair, being fed some tapioca pudding my babysitter told us to our delight that it had fish eggs and eyeballs in it and that was the the, the chunky <laughs> stuff in tapioca pudding i've never been able to erase that from my mind
0: no i'm i'm, I'm much the same myself with rice pudding um really? I, yeah I, it's it's the one thing that i absolutely will not eat i, I yeah you know, i i you know i think of myself as a bit of a a, a gourmand if you will <laughs> uh, you know a man happy to to travel on the edge of of food
3: what about semolina?
0: It's 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 rice pudding in particular, mm-hmm. I, and it, and it stems from 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 school days. Where is it, it was, just
2: a consistency thing? Then I
0: think it maybe is because um, I was over in Chicago last year, and we went to a um, a, a southern food restaurant there where they served, served us gorgeous um, 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 jambalaya and um, and um, gumbo gumbo. Thank you. Yes, and um, crab cakes and all sorts of gorgeous stuff. And on the on the menu there was. Um, There was cheese grits, and we're like, "Hey, we've heard all about grits. They're like mentioned in songs and on television programs and things." No, (laughs) so we thought we'll get some cheesy grits. So we get this bowl of of mushy cheesy grits, and I had literally one spoonful of it, and I was like, "It's rice pudding. (laughs) No, it's cheesy rice pudding." And it all went horribly wrong, and I couldn't enjoy the rest of my meal. Just this one mouthful of oh, nastiness. Oh no! It was really it was trauma. It's odd as because risotto, no problem. I like a good risotto, but for some reason, is it
2: because of the fact that the risotto is savoury as opposed to being well? Sweet well, these
0: cheesy the the, the, well, the cheesy yeah, grits suppose, were, were kind yeah. of savoury. It was I, I I really can't explain it at all. I mean, it's it's very very prissy. And if we're gonna if we're gonna go back to that, but it is just like takes me back to the school dining hall. Are where you going
2: to need some uh, counselling? I, I, I,
0: I think maybe that that's the only sensible way forward. <laughs> that it's the only thing that will, that will allow me to enjoy rice pudding. I think perhaps, no, let's just <laughs> not. I'm sure everything will be fine otherwise.
3: Uh, so is pudding something you miss? Is it something you crave from your American heartland?
2: Well, no. It's one of those things that I generally tend to completely forget about. And then as I was just thinking about the word pudding in fact, actually come to think about it, Glastonbury how many years ago the mud reminded me of chocolate pudding mm. the consistency of that mud where you kind of go
3: mm. I suppose we, we have, have a Mississippi boot. mud pie which makes yeah. that metaphor kind of literal
2: <laughs> that mud, if it's the year I
1: was thinking of really reminded me of a good chocolate cake batter
3: Yeah, it, it so maybe once
1: yeah. you find your pudding you want to be eating cake mix <laughs> I think that would be too runny um, no, once it's ready to go in, <laughs> it's a thud. Not once you've got all the flour beaten in.
0: I think we're um, we're reaching the uh, end of the discussion of them. Is there any <laughs> any oh, have we have we missed any exciting pudding facts, or shall we play a song?
2: Let's play a song. Okay,
0: let's play your song. Well, the song that you have picked, um, and it is Candy Floss by Wilco. there we go that was um wilco with candy floss there lovely now stevie steve steve stevie what Uh, have you got to tell us well
3: respectfully respectfully i'm you know i bow to no one in my respect for america i studied in america uh i go there several times a year but i must say america stop getting pudding wrong sorry um i'm interested in pudding it seems to me that when people talk about englishness um they often end up talking about pudding Um, Orwell, famously, George Orwell, in a couple of essays in Defence of English Cooking and England, Your England, was always drawn back to suet pudding when he was trying to evoke some kind of deep ancestral Englishness, Mm. uh, along with red pillar boxes and uh, nuns cycling across misty meadows. Um, The thwack of willow on leather. I mean, in... um England, your England, he took... No, I think it was Defence of English Cooking. He says, south of, say, Brussels, I do not imagine you would succeed in getting hold of suet pudding. In France, there is not even a word that exactly translates suet. And it seems to be something very core cool to English identity. I'm always interested in these words, which I think exist in every language, which, by virtue of their kind of untranslatability, hmm. seem to distill some kind of cultural essence. Um, in Dutch, you have the word gazelig which is a very kind of dutch sense of coziness and comfort and laid-backness which seems very very dutch yeah and in german we have fleissig which means industrious and hard-working which you know seems stereotypically german (laughs) and spain we have morbo which is ah, yes. this kind of morbid fascination or kind of enmity stroke attraction. And I think pudding is one of these words for Englishness because of the kind of richness of the word mm. and the number of things it describes and how it doesn't really translate across cultures. Other cultures get pudding wrong. Um, etymologically, of course, pudding <laughs> of derives course. from the word boudin, uh, w- uh, with the French word, the French which, essentially for sausage, yeah. which in turn derives from the Latin botellus, Another word for sausage, um, the same kind of root also gives us botulism, nice, the kind of poisoning <laughs> you get from badly cooked meat, yeah, and bowels as well,
0: which oh what the kind of pudding shapes? the
3: kind of intestines yes. yeah Roman soldiers would see people who'd been you know kind of stabbed on the mm-hmm. battlefield and think those intestines mm-hmm. look like sausages Sausagey. in a funny kind of circular figure, because mm-hmm. of course early sausages were made from intestines, yes. Um, but however, the word in English is also kind of combined with the root pud, pud a kind of old German or kind of Dutch or Old English root, which means kind of swollen or fat, from which we get like pudgy mm-hmm. or pudgy. Um, so, this kind of combination of the sausage and the pudginess all come together in the English pudding, I think. Um, I think this kind of English mania for pudding is embodied in the figure of jack pudding who we've kind of forgotten these days. Oh, but was yeah, a, you mentioned this He was a the bit the of night, a pop yeah. star in uh, the Middle Ages. A rock star, even. Um, and it's very distinctly English, because every culture in the Middle Ages had their own version of this kind of greedy buffoon. In German, he was called Hans Wurst. John sausage. sausage. Uh, in French, he was Jean Potage. Um, the Dutch talk about pickled uh, herring. And uh, in Italy, they have the macaronis. And these all embody the kind of um, peasant sense. When, you know, food was scarce, what you dreamt of was being able to eat unlimited amounts, eat until you were fit to burst, sausages and, you know, and all all the sausages you could dream of. This was embodied in the kind of medieval idea of cocaine. Do you know about cocaine? It was like a fantasy land related to the contemporary idea of the Big Rock Candy Mountain, where... Everything was in abundance. Mm -hmm. Uh, The land of cake snails, the streets are paved with pastry,
4: Uh, Mm, geese
3: fly into your mouth, and it rains cheese in cocaine. Oh, wow. And Jack Pudding is a kind of figure from this fantasy land of cocaine, where a land of abundance Mm -hmm. and where you could eat as much as you'd like. Um, As well as being this kind of fantasy figure, Jack Pudding also existed in the world of the mountebank. The mountebank was like a kind of travelling quack, a doctor mm-hmm. who would turn up in uh, marketplaces and fairs trying to sell people dubious potions. Uh, Mountbank is derived from or somebody who jumps on top of a bench or on top of a table to peddle their wares. Okay. They were often very dandyish figures, all mm-hmm. um, well, kind of spivs, you know, mm-hmm. kind of shady, dandy. And the, the, the uh, Jack Pudding was his kind of zany jack painy jack pudding would do his kind of warm-up work ah right and we get the crowd get the crowd going on the side by eating lots of sausages fooling around and generally being a bit of a laugh warm up the audience who are then ready for the quack to do a bit of politics uh, maybe sell them some medicines give them a laugh this figure became very important uh in the kind of puritan uh interregnum of british politics where Cromwell was not keen on plays and theatre, so people who had traditionally been fools mm-hmm. or, you know, been actors, mm-hmm. were suddenly out of a job. So a lot of those kind of fools who would be Shakespearean fools suddenly had to get work by Doing being employed yeah. by a, yeah. a mountebank and just being a kind of marketplace buffoon. Um, so it's an interesting so kind of figure, which we seem to have kind of forgotten, and... It kind of transforms it from the marketplace kind of hijinks into mm-hmm. pantomime, and then into music hall. But then it seems to kind of disappear. However, I, I don't know. Do you...
0: <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was just going to say is, is there any kind of contemporary? Where would we Where would we see? Well, a, a, I think I might Jack come back Pudding to type. that a okay, bit later
3: because you know it's interesting to see where this spirit has gone. You might say it's disappeared completely. Um, but, you know, I'll come back to that. Oh, okay. but what I want to concentrate on is the greatest kind of um, the philosophical uh, essay about Jack Pudding or British Pudding, English Pudding, mm-hmm. and what it means, um, which was written in a uh, 1726 pamphlet uh, or broadside, written by a guy called Henry Carey, who was an uh, 18th-century musician and poet. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was also a great time for... Satirical political pamphlets. You know, the age of the printing press. People could suddenly say what they thought about politicians or you know the king or whatever. If they did it in a slightly allegorical way, mm-hmm. I mean Swift is kind of famous Be for obvious, this. Yeah, yeah. Henry Carey. People, C- Carey. People don't know very much about. Well, you know, he wrote a, a, a song called Sally in our alley. I'm not sure if that had any influence on the shy horses or the seahorses <laughs> uh, well, they talk about strap on sally who chases down the alley
0: oh I, I, it rings a fake bell did it i mean it but sounded-
3: also he's got a kind of very distant tenuous claim to have written the national anthem um people aren't sure about that okay but in 1726 he wrote a anonymous uh kind of pamphlet called a learned dissertation on dumpling its dignity antiquity and excellence with a word upon pudding And many other useful (laughs) discoveries of great benefit to the public. Marvellous. Now, this was a kind of attack on the Whigs, uh, particularly Walpole, uh, who he saw as being kind of corrupt. And all the way through, he's talking about puddings and dumplings. He's kind of talking about the corruption and their willingness to take a backhander, you know, to be swayed from their public service by, you know, kind of money. But at the same time, he knew a lot about cookery. So he writes a kind of mini-history of the pudding and how it was introduced to England, how it's developed, and mm-hmm. what Jack Pudding means. I might quote you. Quote as a quote. OK. He um, begins, The dumpling eaters are a race sprung partly from the old Epicurean and partly from the Peripatetic sect. They were brought first into Britain by Julius Caesar, and finding it a land of plenty, they wisely resolved never to go home again. Now he talks about how the Romans uh, they liked dumplings, but they were amazed by the quality of the British dumplings, uh, and that's why they didn't want to go back to Rome. Um, so and he I talks about how the truth there. Well, he talks about how the primitive dumpling grew to be a pudding. Uh, people found milk was better than water. Some people introduced butter. Some added marrow, bone marrow, rather than <laughs> the vegetable <laughs> marrow. Mm, yes. Yum! Uh, others plums, and some found out the use of sugar. Um, He talks about the invention of eggs. The invention of eggs was merely accidentally, two or three of which casually rolled from a shelf into a pudding which a good wife was making. She found herself under a necessity either of throwing away her pudding or letting the eggs remain, but concluding from the innocent quality of the eggs that they would do no hurt if they did no good, she wisely jumbled them all together after having carefully picked out the shells. The consequence is easily imagined, the pudding became a pudding of puddings, and the use of eggs from thence took its dates. I think the the
0: idea that somebody invented
3: eggs (laughs) (laughs) might
0: be pushing it a bit there. This
3: woman gave birth to the figure, he says, was Jack Pudding. I see. Um, Jack Pudding was a great kind of developer of the basic pudding. Um, He developed the plain pudding, the plum pudding, the marrow pudding, the oatmeal pudding, the carrot pudding, the sausage pudding, the bread pudding, the flour pudding, pudding, the suet pudding, and in short, every pudding except quaking pudding.
1: And American
3: pudding—that <laughs> <laughs> was developed much later. Quake,
0: quaking pudding being jelly.
3: It was a kind of blonde, 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 orange, blonde wobbly.
1: Lots of egg, lots uh-huh. of milk. Right. Some not it much flour. We'll suet, which makes it a lot lighter than your average uh, pudding. Ah, I think we'll be, um, we'll be
0: returning to this yes, in a short while, I can won't talk we? But, about but, it but no, yeah, well, no, please, please, um, that's fine.
3: But um, yeah, in the course of his allegory, he rises to great kind of uh, moments of rhetoric. And by the conclusion, I mean, in a very kind of geese aesthetic or (laughs) Lollardly way, he seems to imply there is nothing which is not in some sense a pudding.
2: Oh, dear.
3: Um, (laughs) Careful now. He says, the head of a man is like a pudding. And whence of all rhymes, poems, plots, inventions sprang, but from that same pudding. What is poetry but a pudding of words? The physicians, though they cry out so much against cooks and cookery, yet are but cooks themselves, with this difference only. The cook's pudding lengthens life, the physician shortens it so that we live and die by pudding. Um, In a word, physic is only puddingizing or cookery of drugs. The law is but a cookery of quibbles and contentions. The universe itself is but a pudding of elements, empires, kingdoms, states and republics, of which puddings of people differently are made up. The The celestial and terrestrial orbs are deciphered to us by a pair of globes or mathematical puddings. The success of war and fate of <laughs> monarchies are entirely dependent on puddings and dumplings. Hmm. For what else are cannonballs but military uh,
0: puddings, uh, or
3: bullets but dumplings? Only with this difference, they do not sit so well on the stomach as a good marrow pudding or bread pudding.
0: Um, uh, That—that—that's his big ending, isn't it? That's the. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah um, I think he may be, but over egging the pudding there. Sorry, <laughs> oh. Steve, Steve. Sorry. Somebody had to. I think he's—he's uh, he's perhaps stretching his. Um, allegory a little a little over the well, top. Well, he's there. getting
3: carried away, which is in the spirit of the kind of carnivalesque spirit of Jack Pudding. Of Jack Pudding and, and of which the Which is all about overindulgence. Well. So he's overindulging on the pudding of words. <laughs> um, so, yeah, going back to your earlier question, what has become of Jack Pudding? And like I say, I think this figure uh, got transformed into pantomime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Punch and Judy is kind of related to this kind of carnivalesque mm-hmm. figure. And Punch has lots of sausages. He does indeed. The is always. Trying to take away from him.
0: That pesky crocodile. Uh,
3: And then music hall, of course. Uh, But today, you know, where do we see these great uh, gluttonous, uh, but kind of good-hearted buffoons? Um,
1: Is gluttony fashionable at the moment?
3: Um, We're in a new age of austerity,
1: I think. We are, but we're only barely. (laughs) And it's not that starving Mm -hmm. yet. So maybe you need to be a bit hungrier before you get your...
3: Fat yeah. buffoon. I mean I think in British culture you can see a kind of remnant of this tradition in Martin Amos who is kind of relishes the disgust he feels for these horrible uh, proletarians who play darts and drink too much and eat too much. Mm. Uh, but that's a kind of very kind of cynical version of the kind of grotesque. Uh well the royal family, you know, kind of Jim mm. Royal is oh, a kind right, of classic yeah. uh distant relative of Jack Pudding. But I think the the kind of in some ways maybe the uh perfect um Culmination of the pudding, Jack Pudding tradition is Homer Simpson.
2: <laughs> oh yes,
3: um, everything comes to back to, to Simpson. Exactly no, spirit. no, yeah,
0: exactly, yeah. So it, it it is a celebration, isn't it? The, the, the Jack Pudding character is mm-hmm. a celebration of, of, of these traits, mm-hmm. rather than necessarily a, 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 a doing down of them. Yeah, but, absolutely. So, yeah, excellent. It's but, good when I like it when everything comes back to Homer.
3: I
1: would <laughs> Is not an English character. What?
3: No, but so the
0: Americans are essentially English, Americans, aren't too? they? I mean,
2: are, <laughs> are we? Am I? Hmm. I think that
3: depends. There's, there's a lot of. You are a lot of. You speak our language. You are still our bitches. As Mark forward. Sinker once said.
2: <laughs> well. <laughs>
3: Fine then. That's an
0: interesting um, p- point to um, perhaps swiftly move on to. I think, <laughs> um, um, can I introduce
3: the song? Are we, are we gonna do the oh, song? no, we,
0: we're going to do your song at the end. We're going to do Manas' song now, but I thought, we'll, I thought we'd finish with your song because it's a, it's a bit of a corker. So now we'll, we'll have Manas' song. Do you want to int- introduce it? It's not very puddingy, but that's okay. It's not
1: at all puddingy, but I liked it. Um, this is Schneider TM covering There is a Light That Never Goes Out. It's called the Light 3000, this version and it sounds like an army of very, very sad machines.
0: Here they are now. Oh, that's uh, Schneider TM with um, The Light 3000. Um, There are now hundreds of um, digital gladioli gladioli strewn around the studio. (laughs) We've all been um, doing our best um, Robot Morrissey impressions during that song. I'm sure you all have at home as well. Um, Marna, you've got more more exciting pudding fact, haven't you?
1: I do. I've got lots of exciting pudding facts. What
0: kind of pudding facts have you got for us?
1: I've been reading about old puddings.
0: Uh, The sort of puddings that that, um, Stevie was just talking about, in fact.
1: Yep, I've got lots of those. So
0: have you got some some high-quality receipts for us?
1: Yes. Um, The original pudding was known, well, is known as a skin pudding. Mm -hmm. Because for ages, you made puddings in exactly the same way you make sausages. By getting pig intestines, Mm -hmm. giving them a good old scrub, because they're not very nice. They're not very nice at all. No. Um, and packing them full of whatever you want a pudding. I see. Boiling it up.
0: And then slicing it.
1: And slicing it, grilling it, mm. eating it whole. Oh, delicious.
0: Delicious. So Lovely puddings. Things
1: you can put in a pudding.
0: I imagine that this list is almost endless. But um, give us some quality.
1: Okay, here are good, some good pudding fillings. You know already, of course, about black pudding. Mm-hmm. And that's been around a while.
0: It is one of my one of my favourite puddings, indeed. The delicious pudding, but I'm whether, not going to eat it. it doesn't whether, matter to eat. <laughs> whether boudin noir, morcia, or a good solid berry black pudding. I, I, I must point out to, to listeners that I am, in fact, the only person who generally eats meat in this room. Um, <laughs> so I can rhapsodise about various sorts of blood-related goodness. Um, so
1: can I. I just feel hungry.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: World's worst vegetarian. <laughs> I was actually reading a recipe for a modern black pudding. mm mm-hmm. Um, and the difficult thing, okay, there are two difficulties in these days making a black pudding in your own kitchen. Oh. One It's really quite messy. yes, it starts the recipes tend to start off. Take two liters of pig Bl- blood, yeah. So if you're going to make black pudding, have somebody else scheduled in to clean up after you. <laughs> My two it's really difficult to get pig blood, really? yeah. Um, you used to be able to ask a friendly butcher or a slaughterhouse mm-hmm. or whatever, but apparently places that will supply you with blood are getting rarer these days. Is it? I so um, what the internet suggests you do? Yes, is instead get some dried blood.
0: Okay. Except, like in
1: powder form, just like powdered milk or powdered egg. Okay. Wow, I had I'm no idea. I'm not sure where you get that either, but I, it's apparently easier to get hold of. <laughs>
0: So, um, so this would be um, obviously. I mean, oh, excuse me. Um, uh, excuse the various noises in the studio, here, listeners. I'm sure everything will be fine. There's nothing, Nothing's exploding or anything. Everything will be fine. Yet, yeah.
1: tiny robots are
0: killing themselves. No, no, no. Everything's fine.
3: Do you think the blood pudding plays a significant part in the kind of vampire diets? We know too little about vampire cuisine. I think you know. It's we know way way about too the straight. Yes. I don't I don't like to hate <laughs> <laughs> Vampires make
1: fun. Vampires look garlic. Delicious. Vampires hate garlic. Mm-hmm. Sunlight, great fun. Vampires are like, oh no, I'm going to lie in my coffin. Mm-hmm. Black pudding, delicious. Breakfast food, daylight. No,
5: vampires.
2: <laughs> <be> trash, <laughs> it? Is right, this is little... actual, actual fact then. This is actual okay.
1: fact. Uh, this, I, did, this... I did some research. I pulled all the vampires I could find. <laughs> None of them like black pudding. <laughs> okay, all right,
0: there we go. Then. I think I, that's, that's conclusive. That's, science. That is. It that's is. conclusive.
1: Okay, Stevie mentioned a number of other puddings that I'm going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, One is bone marrow pudding.
0: So obviously, I mean, I imagine that the the Fergus Hendersons of this world are um, uh, very much into the the kind of bone marrow pudding. He loves his bone marrow. Fergus Fergus Henderson, St John, cook. Oh, yes. Nose-to-tail eating.
2: Sorry, that was stupid of me.
0: A god amongst (laughs) men.
2: (laughs) Do you love him for real, Steve? I
0: love him for reals, all for reals. He's um, marvellous. Anyway, sorry, yes.
1: So bone marrow was a pretty common thing to put in pudding. Bone marrow puddings were more delicate than your average pudding. Quite often they were baked rather than boiled. Mm-hmm. And they didn't always have so much suet in.
0: So this would leave them uh, leave Those them to have, have a lighter, lighter, fluffier.
1: lighter. Quite often they were sweet puddings as well, so they would be served with rosewater sauce. Mhm. Very nice.
0: Yes, delightful.
1: There wasn't, of course, 500 years ago, the whole division of sweet, savoury, two entire of things that there are these days. So there wasn't a sort of, here we have sweet puddings, here we have savoury puddings. There was a spectrum of saltiness and spiciness.
0: Mm -hmm. Sorry, Steve, were you about to um, chip in in there? No, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, What other puddings do we have, then?
1: Steve also mentioned shaking pudding.
0: Ah, yes, yes.
1: Which... Is a cloth baked pudding mm-hmm. or boiled pudding where you mix up your pudding mix, you tie it up in a cloth. I'm sure you've seen Victorian representations of a round pudding. Yes, out the, cloth. the figgy pudding. You wrap it up in yes. a flour cloth, seal it, mm-hmm. and boil it so it comes out with the spherical shape you tied it in. Mm-hmm. Now, a quaking pudding's quite light. Lots of cream, lots of eggs, lots of flavourings. Mm-hmm. Not so much suet again. Right. actually no sir I think in any of the recipes I've read uh-huh so it comes out almost like a baked custard very very wobbly
0: oh wow and that sounds good
1: quite often stuck it with little bits of almond Ooh. orange peel so it looked a bit like a shaky hedgehog <laughs> <laughs> oh I
0: see <laughs> marvellous I like I the idea of a shaky old hedgehog
1: recipes I also found out a weird fact
0: Tell us the weird fact. We no, like weird fact, not weird. Oh, sorry.
1: Etymological Yes. Fact.
0: That Welcome inside? to the afternoon yeah, sure. of accents here on <laughs> Resonance FM. Um,
1: and that's, I was looking at lots of old recipes, and they all spelled flour, flower, F-L-O-W-E-R. Like right, I yes. clicking right?
0: flowers, yes. That's
1: weird. That's a consistent misspelling, because spelling's a bit odd. And I looked up where the... Um, etymology of flour. Mm-hmm. apparently it means the flower of the wheat yes and it's not related at all to the Latin far <laughs> which I always assumed
0: my Latin's not great I must say it um, tends to um, run out quite quickly but it's, it, it, it would flat is
1: flat f- far I didn't know this either I had to check and farine mm-hmm. and farina um, which are the French and the Italian for flour. Right. I always thought we were related to our flour.
0: right yes that and seems to be and put then you the things because
1: we put use in words. For uh, fun. We
0: do put words in, yes. Uh, but, but
1: no, it's completely different.
0: And then it started off as f l o w e r. Yep. And then
1: and it's only about seventeen fifty-ish that it started being consistently spelled or to distinguish it from f l o w e oys.
0: Yes. <laughs> We've just found this fact get so You say say R lots, haven't we? Yes. It's fun good. to make
1: my own. Hey, I letter found to make... back to Why did I do that to myself? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okie okay, dokie, okay. what else have we got to talk about? Do you about? think We've
3: the pudding has kind of stopped evolving? You know, I, I was reading this book, England in particular, which is all about reviving this sense of our local apples and our local, you know, places and, mm. you know, re-inspiring the idea of Englishness. And there are lots of kind of ancient puddings, but have we stopped inventing them? You no, know? I don't think so. I mean, today, you know, you look on pub blackboards and there's a kind of horrible ubiquity of the sticky toffee pudding. Yeah, uh, but that's
1: pub blackboards. <laughs> I
3: mean, what's the great 20th century pudding? Or the 21st it's, century it's, pudding? It's Angel Delight, the 20th century one, obviously. It's, um,
1: it's the future indeed. Yes. We had a very nice cheese pudding a month or two ago. At, I'm sorry, Steve, a vegetarian restaurant. That's fine, that's fine. Which w- Best
0: to keep them all together. <laughs>
1: oh dear. It was very nice vegetarian You're outnumbered. I,
0: I am outnumbered.
1: <laughs> um, and that was very, very light, very, very fluffy, and almost like a souffle, mm-hmm. but a steamed rather than baked souffle, Mm -hmm. which I thought was not any sort of traditional pudding. Um, It was exciting and very cheesy.
3: It seems to me like the British have become more adventurous in what they'll eat kind of savory ways, you know, they'll eat kind of curries, they'll eat kind of Thai food and Japanese food, but Mm. pudding-wise, we haven't really gone overboard for coffee, for example, or...
2: I I think think that's a good point, because I think uh, for a while, you know, I think if you were sort of a foodie, you kind of, well, obviously look to France, but um, kind of looking at internationalizing your cookery and fusion cooking and other different elements from you know different kinds of cooking. But fusion puddings—is that the future?
3: <laughs> Maybe it is. I mean, I think that the, don't know. the, the
2: puddings are a bit.
3: Has Heston got any new puddings?
2: Heston probably. Well, Heston did something rude with the pudding. That's the only thing I. Really oh, he did know. make a rude jelly pudding. He made, he made a, a very, very rude, very rude pudding. Indeed. Well, there's
3: something jolly rude pudding. in the kind of essence of pudding because. Pulling your pudding is a kind of old uh, uh, yes, quite euphemism for you. Know, yes,
0: it's Saturday afternoon, remember?
5: <laughs> and
3: and uh, <laughs> to be in the pudding club is to be pregnant. Yeah. You know? So I think it goes back to this kind of root of the swelling and the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a kind of rudeness. But I think
0: I, when you when you look back, though, I think we you, you're right. We have kind of lost a lot of the, the even the, the the kind of Victoria pudding, mm-hmm. Victorian puddings. That there, there was kind of like, I, I guess, like most of these things, we go back to the war and austerity and, mm-hmm. and um, uh, well, you know, we don't have mountains of dried fruit and sugar and stuff, mm-hmm. so basically it's suet and some golden syrup, and this is what we shall make your pudding from, and it there will stick to your of, ribs.
3: There's a new austerity chic these days, isn't there? Like, you know, we're in the new... Uh well, uh, yes. Keep calm and carry on, you know. Well, quite, make yes. do and mend, yes. and uh, maybe we you know, about to see a revival. Puddings
1: are really not healthy food, though. <laughs> I mean, i read a lot of pudding recipes. They tend to start off, take some pints of thick cream, mm. a couple of dozen eggs, a huge watch of suet.
3: But a lot um, of them are no about... No
1: vegetables.
3: A lot of them about making do, like bread pudding. Is like, you know, if your bread's about to go do off, you, you use, know, yeah, turn yeah, it into a pudding. pudding. It's like
2: getting rid of rather. your
3: old food
2: i think the, the biggest problem that i have with with british puddings or english puddings is the fact that i really really can't stand dried fruit and it seems to be in everything really i mean apart from meringue which is just <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with meringue i don't think, oh, I don't think
0: meringues are neither english nor M, but
2: well uh the um
0: uh, anyway what but am carry i thinking
2: on. of i don't know they're all wrong I, I i guess i try not to think about it because they're all so incredible.
0: do you mean like lemon meringue pie yeah yeah, oh, but lemon
2: c- meringue pie's lovely, but especially
0: it's- when it's made out of a box.
1: No, <laughs> clearly so end- like real eggs. No,
0: no, 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 no. It's in, it's another great seventies food stuff that should come Ugh. out of a box. I
1: suppose you'll say black forest gatter box
0: food. Oh, definitely, oh, and cheesecake, of course, definitely out of <laughs> a box. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I food realize it that
2: that. comes from a box. Is, food, is, food, it, 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 it harkens to home for me. Obviously. Of course,
0: yeah. Well, the, the the great American mac and cheese, of course.
2: Oh, food good from
0: the there, box. Mm. Well, yeah, we're moving a little <laughs> off topic, You're but wrong. never mind.
1: Very, very
0: raw. <laughs> um, I think, yes. Um, have we any more pudding recipes? If we can go back to pudding? Um, hang on. Uh, the, the wonders of technology I just here. I'll well, sort uh, my notes. She says notes, but it's on an iPhone. I think it's a lovely iPhone. It's just, just showing off, really.
1: I'm showing off my iPhone on the radio. Yes. Where if you hadn't mentioned it,
0: nobody'd know about it. Well, you know, they can't hear you rustling papers. Maybe I should I'll have to make some rustling paper noises. Thank you, so you. The
2: iPhone is not an ideal thing for <laughs> notes from the radio. Yeah. So, a marrow pudding—is is that like—is it spongy then in consistency? Like, isn't marrow itself spongy? I mean, no, it's sorry, kind I'm of sensitive f- vegetarian. It's kind I don't of know.
3: spongy form. I think lube- <laughs> That's yeah, a it's kind lube- of lube- 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 yes. Lube- lube- uh,
0: yeah, we you can show can.
1: You give me a bone. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's kind of gloopy and, and, and a bit stringy. A bit. A bit. It,
1: does it taste sweet, then?
0: I don't think it tastes of much. It's more a texture thing than a taste
1: thing. It's
0: kind of well. It's, it's the well, gelatinous quality of it. Oh, gelatinous! Mm, also, gelatinous. you should
2: be using all the animal. Yes, this is well, true. That's okay. Once it's it's, fair enough. In that in that context. Once it's dead,
0: enough. then use it all up. Much better than throwing Mix away. it up
2: with the snout, serve it on a plate.
0: Nom, 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 nom. And thus we reach the discussion, the point of the discussion where we talk about Scrapple. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe we'll save Scrapple for another day. Have have forgotten
1: a uh, pudding. Oh, I have we? It, oh, good. We have not mentioned once Yorkshire pudding.
0: Well, that's interesting you should mention that about five minutes too early. But, <laughs> um,
5: <laughs> Sorry, Steve.
0: <laughs> but actually, no, it, it's a perfect chance because, I mean, yeah, the, the, the Yorkshire pudding is... is so kind of different from the, 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 the batter pudding. Is, um so different from the, the kind of suity things we've been concentrating on. Um, what, what, what Do you have top Yorkshire pudding fact for me?
1: I have top Yorkshire pudding etymological fact. Ah, well, interesting, because we'll, 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 we'll be
0: hearing more about the history of the Yorkshire pudding in, in the form of song later. But um, carry on.
1: But yes, Yorkshire puddings, traditionally, you would stick your roast over the fire, mm-hmm. your shank of lamb or whatever a lump of a beast you were roasting and lots and lots of lovely fat would drip down Yes Now it's a waste of good fat to just let it drip onto the ground Of course So you would take your plum pudding
0: <laughs> and you
1: would slice it up and lay it underneath Aha uh-huh. So your lovely curranty plumy pudding suet pudding would soak up the fat
0: I was, I was reading something about this recently about about um, gooses and bread putting bread under your goose so you get a big not necessarily like a syrup pudding, but just kind of bread and um
1: goose and goose fat's delicious. Goose fat is of I'd course know. delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but then Yorkshire pudding
0: mm-hmm.
1: was somebody said, Hey, we could you know, we've got no pudding. It's a shame. I don't know if they actually said, Hey, we've got no pudding, it's a shame to waste this fat. But before there was Yorkshire pudding there were slices of pudding right. shoved under your beast. Mm-hmm. And then somebody came along with, you know, a fat of Yorkshire pudding, put that under your beast. It picks up all the fat yes. and gets all huge and woofy because it's got egg and there's lovely heat. And it gets deliciously flavoured. Yes. With yeah. the fat from the animal you're roasting above it.
0: And it's quite interesting because I think you, you do have to have the f- fat quite hot before you start with the batter, don't you? Otherwise they go and go all nasty. Sorry, I, I, yep. I'm a semi... It would just I... sort
2: of just sink into it, it wouldn't...
0: Yeah, yeah, but so you, I think you'd probably get the fat first. And then when it's all nice and hot...
2: No, no, you, you put the batter...
0: You put the batter you in? do the fat. Oh, right, well, that's so... That's how it, it, you used to do it. Oh, so... But it,
1: you put it right in the bottom of your fireplace or oven, mm-hmm. where it's really very hot already.
0: Right, right. I, I I think it probably would end up with a slightly different consistency from, from what we think of as, as the modern-day Yorkshire.
1: Well, what we think of the modern-day Yorkshire is we get a little um, mince pie dish, almost.
0: Well, I mean, you may. <laughs> <laughs> top, I'm, little... I'm thinking about my mum's ones. <laughs> Which are particularly gorgeous. When yeah, she, but I'm she, from Ireland. We didn't
1: have Yorkshire pudding.
0: Ah, uh, I see. Now, my, my, my mum would have a very deep tray, kind of um, two inches deep, um, kind of a muffin tray, I guess, um, and put the, put the lard into each individual bit and then um, uh, heat it up, like really, really heat it up in the oven and then pour the batter in and end up with Yorkshire puddings about four inches high and, like, massive, oh, great, big, gorgeous really nice. ones. And I've, 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 I've never... It's been one of my culinary ambitions to to, to make Yorkshire pudding, so I've, just, I've never got around to it because I, I don't have the right kind of tin. And then, you know, it, it, yeah, it's years of practice, definitely. One of those foods where it's, it's all about the kind of practice and, and getting the, the, the temperature right and having the right oven, I think. Mm. Uh,
1: Yorkshire pudding is definitely a UK thing. It's not something I ever had as a kid in Ireland. Really? I never heard of it, so I came, I over, came here. over here. But then you did move to
0: Yorkshire, so...
3: delicious. <laughs> I lived in South Yorkshire.
0: Yes, I had, I imagine you had some quality pudding. Yes. Jolly yes. good.
3: Can you tell me about white pudding,
0: Martina? Ah, black yes, yes.
1: Is, I think it's Irish, and it's also Scottish, but it tends, in Ireland at least, to be paired with black pudding mm-hmm. and is integral part of a fry-up. Is it oh. an
3: integral part of a breakfast? Yes. Is a, Is a full breakfast a an breakfast Irish full without a pudding?
1: is egg, rashes, which is Irish for bacon, <laughs> sausages, which mm-hmm. is Irish for sausages. Sorry. Black pudding, white pudding. So you, you might have, to have, have some black toast, toast with it uh-huh. or some fried bread, ideally, if you're desperate for some carbohydrate, like some mutating freak. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Rather than uh, just you know, pure protein beans,
1: and carbs. They're not essential.
3: So if blood is the kind of ingredient that makes the black pudding black, what is the ingredient that makes the white pudding white?
1: Lack of blood really. It's uh-huh. white puddings, spices, oatmeal, fat, meat, scraps of meat, not
5: mm-hmm. mm. Does else? the
2: fat have to be animal fat or can it be vegetable fat? <laughs> has to be animal fat i think all right all right i don't know you can make it vegetable
1: fat but you do need a hard fat. so
0: So you need to to
1: be making it with palm oil i think
0: Mm. or coconut
1: oil and Mm. it's more environmentally sound to kill a pig (laughs) fair (laughs) enough
0: marvelous so
2: do you have to have the white and black pudding together it's not an option to have one or the other if you really don't like one you can leave it out but
1: your average breakfast has to we used to run a guest house and we would get a lot of people saying Please don't give me any blood pudding, American tourists especially. They would just
2: avoid.
0: I mean, it, 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 is is it is it a particularly thing that, that that we find in 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 the modern day America the blood pudding? Um, well, it was,
2: it's difficult for me to say anything with any confidence about modern day America since I'm not well, uh, sorry, well, years, well yeah, so. that's that, that's modern
0: day enough. That's modern day <laughs> enough for me.
2: Well, I don't know. I'd i I'd, I'd thought it was something that people were making up. Really, <laughs> um, it's just like it's congeal blood in sausage casing and for breakfast. and, oh, and fat. fat, sorry sorry and fat. Yeah, but you've read *Little House on the Prairie*. They use the blood when they I was so excited about the fact that they use the uh, pig's bladder as a balloon and <laughs> fat. I think it's the key thing. <laughs>
3: and they remember. were happy. There is a uh, an elephant, if you will, in the room at the moment, and that elephant is the haggis.
0: Ah, oh, oh, yes. Bobby Byrne said was
3: the, the chieftain. Of all the puddings,
0: <laughs> of course, yes. I, I mm. can't believe that we've got this far without but, mentioning I mean, so the, the noble wee beastie—the
1: most well-known current. It's the oldest of the most well-known current puddings.
0: Right, yeah, if yeah, that oh, makes sense. The, Yeah. it, yeah. Uh, do we have anything? I'm, I mean, I'm a particular fan of the of the of the haggis.
1: I've never tasted haggis. Oh, it's terrible. me neither.
3: Uh, it's it's, it's <laughs> I've had vegetarian haggai.
2: Haggisies.
3: Haggisai Uh, because isn't it mostly you know there's very little meat content in these things
0: well no 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 there's there's well there's 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 content that isn't oats um uh, and depending on one's definition depends on how meaty it's very awfully i mean you do need quite a lot of lung in there awfully. awfully it's awfully awfully but um definitely a good bit of Lung and liver, and and it's oh dear, Beck's falling in your face, everybody.
4: <laughs> we're really quite
0: botulism, nasty. Right? We are no, we're <laughs> not really back to botulism. It's it's good, solid, you know, better than throwing it away, isn't it?
1: If you're going to chop up a beast to eat it, you might as well eat it all.
0: Exactly, well, yes.
1: How, but you just don't chop up There's the one particular
2: place that you, you, know. you
1: can get, which is a mixture of blood and lung.
0: Oh, nice. Remember what it's I got. mean, there's, there's Anduette as well. And, Anduette, which is Which is various insides and uh insides inside a sausage which is made of insides <laughs> uh, to be honest it's not on my top 10 sausages it's a bit um pooey
2: i've just pictured you with like a very careful sort of almost train spattery notebook with a steve's top 10 sausages revised well you know Steve, it's, what is your top sausage
0: my top, see i i'm, I'm <laughs> i i, I, I see, do he doesn't have a list He's I, 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 no, I he doesn't know i have a list they're just not ordered there's a there's there's a top ten of sausages, but within that list, they're you not they're, the not, ordered, they're not ordered they're not
1: ordered So if I said name me a sausage, and you can have one right now.
0: Right now, oh oh, um, a nice Toulouse sausage, I think, or maybe a chorizo, a proper like uh, from from that place up at um, Borough Market that does the uh, the Brindisa, where they do the sliced chorizos in that buns. So nice. Sounds so I have to nice. I walk
1: out there every day getting my lunch. <laughs> It's not an easy place to be a bad vegetarian. It's not,
0: I imagine, no. But yeah, a, a, a good to lose sausage with lots of wine and, and garlic and goodness in. Preferably in a large pot of, of cassoulet. But again, we step away from the pudding slightly. We're nearly running out of time, but um, we've got a bit more bit more time to go yet, because our last song is only three and a half minutes long. So um, any final pudding thoughts?
3: Well, would you like me to tell you a bit about... The, the song.
0: Oh, sorry, yes, about of course, Stanley yes. Stanley Holloway. Yes, yes.
3: I mean, the song, we, the song, we use the word loosely yes, yes, a yes. monologue. It was Stanley Holloway, kind of venerable English actor, was in part largely known for his monologues. Now, I always imagine that my, I first came across Stanley Holloway as a child when I had to perform one of his uh, Ramsbottom monologues. I don't know if you're familiar with these.
0: Not really, no. Uh,
3: they were kind of northern monologues about the Ramsbottom family, uh, who had run-ins with lions, uh, went to the Tower of London. There's Albert um, and the Lion, isn't that's there? Right, is the that's the kind of, That's the top. That is the Same quintessential, yeah. quintessential Sandy Holloway monologue. I always presumed he was a northern character, but in fact he was from the East End and he worked in Billingsgate, which kind of takes us back in a funny way to the Carnivalesque because Mikhail Bakhtin, the Russian formalist writer, r- who wrote a lot about the Carnivalesque and the spirit of the Middle Ages, mm-hmm. uh, described this kind of coarse language, the swearing and the, you know, ribaldry of um, the Carnivalesque as Billingsgate from, you know, She Swears Like a fishwife. Mm-hmm. it's the kind of Billingsgate dialect and Stanley Holloway was in fact from Billingsgate, he was an East Ender and he didn't in fact write the monologues, the monologues were written by Mary Edgar, who was Scottish Nevertheless, these monologues, I think because we think of musical or summer season performances around Blackpool Mm and Morecambe, and I guess they were playing to that audience by writing that kind of vernacular.
0: Or at least, even if the the, the towns themselves Mm -hmm. weren't northern, Mm -hmm. they were largely um, frequented Mm -hmm. by families, certainly Blackpool and Morecambe would be northwest and Scottish, Scarborough you'd have all the the, the, the Mm -hmm. east coast.
3: And, um, yeah, so um, Edgar and Holloway together had a series of monologues, which, you know, I I remember the monologue I read out when I was ten by heart still. Um, And even though he went on to be in the Ealing Comedies and he was in My Fair Lady and... um, Of course, yeah. yeah, He was in an American sitcom, Our Man Higgins, where he played an English butler. Nice. Uh, I think in Our Hearts uh, he's best remembered as a great monologuist.
0: And so can you just tell us what we've got here to oh, finish off the Stanley show? Stanley
3: Holloway talking about the uh, Yorkshire pudding and the kind of divine province thereof.
0: Lovely. Be- be- because it is a monologue, we'll say goodbye now. So um, goodbye. I've uh, been Stephen here. And um, if Monica could say goodbye. Goodbye. Beck could say goodbye. Bye-bye. And Stevie says goodbye. Cheerio. And that's all we've got time for that's today.
4: goodbye.
0: <laughs> and um, we'll leave you with a bit of Stanley Holloway.
4: Hi, waitress. Excuse me a minute. Now listen. No, I'm not finding fault, but here, miss. The taters are lovely, the beef is all right, but what sort of pudding is this? It's what? Yorkshire pudding. Now, come, 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 come. It's what? Yorkshire pudding, you say? <laughs> it's pudding, I grant you. Some sort of pudding, but not Yorkshire pudding. Nay, nee, nay. Nee. The real Yorkshire pudding's a poem in batter, to make one's an art, not a trade. Now listen to me, for I'm going to tell thee how first Yorkshire pudding were made. A young angel on furlough from heaven came flying above Ilk and the angel, poor thing, got a cramp in her wing and came down at an old woman's door. And the old woman smiled and said, Eh, it's an angel. Well, I am surprised to see thee. I've not seen an angel before, but thou'rt welcome. I'll make thee a nice cup of tea. And the angel said, E thank you kindly, I will. Well, she had two or three cups of tea, three or four sally luns, and a couple of buns. Angels eat very lightly, you see. Then the old woman looked at the clock and said, By gum, he's due home from Mill is my Dan?" You get on with your tea, but you must excuse me. I must make pudding now for old man. Then the angel jumped up and said, Give me a bowl, flour and water and eggs, salt and all, and I'll show thee how we make puddings in heaven for Thomas and Peter and Paul. Then the old woman gave her the things, and the angel just covered her wings and said, Hush! Then she tenderly tickled the mixture with spoon Like an artist would paint with his brush She mixed up that pudding with heavenly magic She played with her spoon on that dough Just like Paderewski would play the piano Or Chrysler would twiddle his bow And the old woman whispered I reckon, dear angel, the clouds that I see in yon skies So fleecy and foamy is batter for pudding, for saints feasting in paradise. It's mixed with the rain, and it's stirred with a rainbow, and baked in the beautiful sun. And the angel kept stirring, and smiled as she answered, and when a star drops, then it's done. But joking aside, said the angel, the secret of puddings made here or above, is not in the flour and the water, but mixing it. See that you mix it with love. And when it were done, she put it in the oven and she said to old woman, Goodbye. Then she flew away, leaving the first Yorkshire pudding that ever were made. And that's why it melts in the mouth like the snow in the sunshine, as light as a maiden's first kiss. As soft as the fluff on the breast of a dove. Not elephant's leather like this.